first of all, I just want to let you know that I'm really jazzed and, and uh, excited to talk with you. Uh, you. You have such a great history um, in, in, in making movies because you make the movies you want to make. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. there's not a lot of people that do that. No. So, no, <laughs> I don't think anyone does. <laughs> tell me when you fell in love with film. Was there a specific film that you saw and went, I got to do this? Uh, never ending story. You, you, you enjoyed riding the dragon, as they say. <laughs> uh, Falcor, I would ride Falcor any day. Um, and what was it about that movie that, that you know, got you? I said I wanted it to be real so much. I just, I loved Atreyu and I wanted to ride Falcor with Atreyu more than anything and ride Artax wow. with Atreyu. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted that more than anything. I wanted that to be real. And I figured out that the only way for it to be real was to make movies. And, and so you embarked on, uh, on this career. When, when you made that decision, how old were you? Oh, when I saw The NeverEnding Story, I was four years old. Oh, that's uh, that's that's a good long time to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when I wanted to. But then when I really got into it, I started as an actress, being in movies, and then you know I wasn't getting I was getting great parts, but I wasn't getting parts like I was like I want to do this other stuff, and so that's when I started making stuff. You know, and and when you embark on a career like this, when you start saying, "Look, I want to take control. I want to direct. I want to write. I want to produce and and edit." Um, a lot of people go into this not understanding that all of that comes with a price. No. <laughs> you, you don't have a, a life. You, you do film. No. So you're, first... I mean, that is your life and I'm happy that's yeah. my life. Yeah. But I mean, other people want to go out for food and, and you're, I got to get this done. I got to edit this, you know, I got yeah, a deadline. Right. I think you can socialize. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I think that's why most, well, a lot of my friends are filmmakers or they work with me making films is because they get it that I'm, hey, if I'm busy, I'm busy. Well, the whole business is deadline oriented and, and I know people that aren't. And so it's, it's not a good mix when, when we talk. Right, business. Right. And someone, she was actually a stand-up comic. She said to me that um, it was, it's like her wife would go to work and come home. She's like, but you and me, our job never stops. We come home and we're still working. She goes to, you know, she works in banks, you know, eight to five, comes home. That's it. She can relax. But we're always doing stuff. Usually we're up all night doing stuff. As an actress, let's start there because you, you are an actress and, and by golly, a darn good one. Um, Thank you. <laughs> did, did you study long and hard to be an actress? Did it come easy to you? Are you I didn't constantly study learning? Ever. I just, uh, I didn't study it ever. And um, <laughs> I just. I just started doing it. So talk to me yeah. about that. Talk to me about what it's like to have that camera on you. To have a camera on me. Uh, it's, uh, I think I'm, I'm to the point where I'm so busy. By the time the camera comes on, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's sort of like acting, unfortunately, has fallen to the bottom of the to-do list. Uh, but I mean, I do prepare tremendously. So by the time it's time for the camera to come on, I'm just ready to go. You know, you prepare as much as you can. And then you just have to see what happens. Do you, do you find directing and producing easier than acting? No, acting is the easiest. That would be, yeah, acting is by far <laughs> the easiest. You don't have to do anything. You just have to show up and say stuff that someone else wrote. But um, I, think, I think producing is the hardest. Line producing is the hardest. And I mean, I don't, 
that's just an impossible task. On the other hand, nobody else can do it. So if, if you can do it, you're stuck with it because there's nobody else who's going to do it. Yeah, but you do you do all that, you know, and and with a smile on your face. I mean, you produce, you 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 direct. You're, you know, even probably supplying the catering on some of your films. All of it, yeah. So, I mean, does that does that wear on you though? I mean, uh, are are you looking for bigger budget? I mean, we all are. I mean, we're looking for bigger budget yeah. stuff. But do you prefer complete control, or would you like to give some of that control away? I I think. I would just like to be able to have, um, I mean, I have lots of people helping me. I have so many people helping me. So that's great. I think my wish would be to have people on the producing side helping me, which actually my mom has done a lot of that. So she's picked up the slack there. And uh, so, but people, so my mom's been tremendous. You know, she just took over props in my last movie where it's like, it's always been with props for me. It's like when it's time for something, it's, it's like, okay, what's in the room? We're going to use whatever's in the room. And like my, my dining room has turned into a prop center. So if we ever need anything, we just go to my dining room and grab stuff. My mom actually made spreadsheets of props <laughs> yet. And it was like, what, what, you know, this is an independent film, right? <laughs> and so my mom's been huge help in that. But like I said, I have lots of help. The only area, I mean, of course I want a bigger budget and everything, but the only area that I, I would like more help is in, I would just love a line producer. That would be my wish for my next movie. And and the types of films that 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 you're drawn to, I mean, you're you're telling stories uh, in in the gay and lesbian community. How did you feel when you started getting, you know, I I don't want to say hate mail, but that's what it was. Yes, <laughs> I'm waiting for the. Well, I'm not I'm not dropping a bomb on you. I just I, I I would think that here you are presenting something that you feel heart and soul about, and then you know, then somebody pisses on it and goes, well, you know, I don't like it. I've always gotten hate. Uh, just from the beginning, I got hate, and it was mostly from within the gay community, within the lesbian community. Actually, is where I got all the hate, and so I was used to that, and that was okay. But then all of a sudden, this thing happened, and it legitimately was hate—not like haters. I mean, this is actual hate, like uh, anti, anti-gay, anti-woman, like violently anti-woman, um, like racist, anti-Semitic stuff. So we went from people hating on me to legitimate hate groups coming after me. And that's got to, that's got to floor you. Yeah, We're that all... was a huge surprise. I mean, I was just like, what? 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 It just didn't seem real. Like, why, why are they picking on this movie? I, I, I didn't get it. Like, it, yeah, I was totally floored to have straight men go get really upset about my movie was just that that was something that never occurred to me would be possible. For those people that, you know, they watch the, they watch the television show that I do and they, they're also, you know, listen to the podcast uh, take me through this step by step. Girl, 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 girl scene was on Amazon for a while. Yeah, uh, it got it went up in 2017. First, it was on the Blip Network, and then it went onto Amazon, and it was great. It was a big hit. The TV show was a big hit. The problem came when I made the movie and released the movie. How did that erupt? I don't know. It was just overnight. I mean, I've, I've had two TV series, three technically, three TV series on Amazon, and. I was used to regular hate, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, then all of a sudden there was this really, really bad hate and I kind of didn't know what to do with it. I was, it, what happened was the movie released um, in February and it like nobody watched it. And then all of a sudden in late, late April, May, it just picked up like crazy and people started watching it like crazy. And that's when all the hate started coming. So I only had like, just a little over a month and you know you keep thinking it's going to go away and you're, you're getting one star bombed on amazon on, on imdb and you're just like what the hell is going on 
And then by the time, and then all of a sudden Amazon took it down. And so that was what was like, okay, now we, now we have a problem. Let's go back to Rotten Tomatoes and all that, because the, it wasn't yeah. the critics. It was the audience that was, yeah. that was yeah. bombing the film. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, they weren't watching it either. They were just bombing it. Just, just because they, they felt the subject matter wasn't, you know, no, Christian or what? Hate. No, no, they, they didn't. It was um, very angry men. They were angry that um, it wasn't pornographic. Like I said, I never saw this coming in my life, that someone would be enraged, I mean, fully enraged to the point of insanity because I made a movie that was not pornographic. Uh, that that just goes beyond me. I mean, you know, hearing this from you, uh, yeah. it, it this really does floor me because I was under the impression that when people send hate mail, it's, it's because they didn't like something, you know, um, because of the content they wanted more content in, in a much more pornographic way. Yeah, they wanted obscenity, which that's not my business. I'm not in that business. Um, no, you're a storyteller. Yeah, right. And so, so they and were so, upset that it was pornography. They were saying, they were calling me by my first name. They were saying, Tucky tricked me. <laughs> Tucky tricked me into watching this. I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. I didn't do anything to you. Like, so it was, you know, and then IMDb was like, reporting these weirdos like they were real journalists and I mean they still are you can get on IMDb and find all these like you know weird guys who live in basements and uh, do god knows what all night they're being presented as these actual critics and you can read their reviews where they say that I tricked them into watching the movie because I tricked them because they thought it was going to be porno and it wasn't well it has a lot to do with entitlement and I, they just think that women are there to they think that lesbians exist to entertain men and it's not just them, it's everywhere. I told someone recently that on my Twitter bio, I have to put that I'm an LGBT filmmaker and instead of a lesbian filmmaker, because if people see the word lesbian, they think they just automatically think I'm making porno movies. It's like lesbians, like the sex word. And it's like, no, it's just a descriptor for, you know, women who are attracted to other women. That's, that's what it means. But instead people think it means porno. And I mean, on a, like they just think that's a search term on Pornhub which it is but uh, i'm sure i'm sure it is but it, it, certainly your movies don't reflect anything like that um no no then you have this fight with amazon so tell me a little bit about going up against you know that division their film division so they they sent me a message that said well the film went down and they told me that the reason was because of the viewer feedback and i'm like well you, you took it down because of you know legitimate hate stuff like what and uh so i spent two weeks you know writing to them saying hey what's up here and then after two weeks i i contacted uh my friend at after ellen memory joelle and she just uh she investigated it for two weeks and then she wrote an article on it and once the article was out i sort of started i wrote to everybody i said hey Here's where you can email Amazon's PR department and uh, let them know how you feel about this. And uh, apparently a lot of people let them know how they felt. And then, like I said, like you get a lot of emails from Amazon, so it's possible they sent me an email and I missed it. But all of a sudden, one day, my friend messaged me and she was like, it's up, movie's up. And I was like, what? So all of a sudden, it was just back up, restored, like nothing had ever happened. <laughs> yeah, but but a lot did happen. I must you must have felt crushed and defeated and and 
horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just, it was just like homophobia all over again. I mean, that's a thing that continues to demoralize me is the constant homophobia I faced throughout my entire life. And then, you know, to make this movie essentially to combat homophobia, to open people's eyes, I mean, particularly lesbophobia, to open people's eyes to this, you know, I've, I've been an activist since I was 15 years old and yeah, I've suffered tremendously for being out and being an activist. And then to have this hit me to have, you know, the biggest company in the world basically be like, no, this is worthless because it's gay. I really took it personally. How does this affect your next project? <laughs> it, it, it makes you paranoid. It does. It, I mean, it makes me not want to, it makes me confused about, you know, do I say stuff is sexy? Do I say stuff is lesbian, whether it is or not? I, I, like, I don't know how to approach it because I've always just tried to sell stuff for what it is. But if I do that, does that mean that these weird creep, uh, these weird hate group kind of men are going to be really upset about it. You know, there's no answer to that, uh, uh, you know, of what somebody else is going to do. I, I've always thought, and this is how I am, you know, you make a film for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and if somebody, you know, catches that dream, they, they, they follow it. If they don't like it, they won't watch it. <laughs> That's not the case, bro. <laughs> no, I, I'm learning that right now from you, Tucky. Um, but what do you say to other filmmakers uh, in, 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 in any, you know, genre of film to watch out for how they advertise movies or, or. Oh, no. I mean, I didn't, I didn't mislead with my advertising. I I wouldn't have any advice because this was so bizarre. Uh, I I don't know what to say to have these people come after you. is just insane. But they came after you in, on many levels. They're anti-Semitic. They are. Uh, you know, don't like women, uh, you know, it, it just seems like it, it, it focused a lot of different types of hate on you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was mostly just, we hate you because you're a woman and, uh, and you're not having sex for our entertainment. I, I don't even know how to put that into words. You know, uh, who are these people? Why do they have any power at all? Oh yeah, they do. I mean, there are mass movements of them. I mean, they're, they're incels and men's rights activists. And they are going to keep coming and they're not going to stop. They've been empowered uh, lately and they, they're, they're, they're angry and they're going to tear down everything they can. I mean, they, they said, I mean, the movie was specifically um, like my character was a Republican because I, I mean, I was trying to send that message like, Hey, there are all kinds of people in the gay community and uh, they didn't watch it, of course. And so they said the film was anti-Trump. And that it was uh, fa- that it promoted fascism, which it was like it it did the opposite, if anything. So they weren't watching it. They were just they just these these men just deeply deeply hate women, and they're just lashing out any way they can. Yeah, I I and I'm sorry for for what you've been through. I mean, I I I don't you know really honestly don't know what to say to a filmmaker who does such tremendous work. Whose work, you know, I mean, I am blown away by some of the some of the things that you've produced and 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 put on. Thank you. No, honestly, I mean, I'm not blowing smoke here. I mean, you are a a real filmmaker, Thank and you. yet to be misinterpreted by people is the worst thing that a storyteller can go through. I think. Yeah, definitely. So how do you how do you keep yourself up? How do you keep yourself happy? I mean, this is you know, kind of a traumatic thing, you know, and now sure. you're going to bounce back or 
maybe you you don't. I don't know. I mean, how do you move on from any kind of from being the target of any kind of hate? I don't know. I mean, I've I've received two hate letters, you know, in my life, and and one was from my mother. So I, you know, no, I um, I I really don't know how to respond to that because I have never been the victim of anything like that. Yeah, it's like when you're being attacked for what you are as opposed to who you are. It's a it's a completely different thing. It, it that hurts more. Somebody says they don't like me. Okay, whatever. But if yeah. someone doesn't like me because of what I am, that's there is no getting over that. You want to be someone who just gets over it and moves on. I mean, I, yeah. it just makes me, I think, I mean, I, I'm i so tired of fighting this fight. And I, I, I mean, it's been going on for such a long time and I keep thinking things are going to get better and they just, they don't get better. And I'm so exhausted with fighting because you, it's, it's just, you don't initiate these battles. It's just people come after you. I can't. I just, I mean, I honestly, I really want to give up and just live a nice, normal life, but then I'm not being true to myself. And then I'm bailing on all these people who have been helped tremendously by my work. And um, like I said, I'm tired. I truly, I mean, this is like an emotion. I haven't ever gone here emotionally in an interview before, but no, I'm truly fucking tired of fighting. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's the school bully mentality that's out there that, that still exists. I mean, we live in the 21st century where I feel like people should let other people, you know, Hey, you know, you, you're who you are. I love you for that. You know, we got to find common ground, but there are people out there that are so small in their feelings and so small in, in how they view the world that they can't get over anything that isn't them. And that's, I think one of the big problems we have, especially in a creative business, like, you know, we're all kind of, kind of attached to, you want to tell stories that mean something to you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if a Tucky Williams will ever go out and really do, you know, the, the Hallmark Christmas movie, uh, you know, but you will do a Christmas movie that means something to you. And, and people don't appreciate that. And that's what bothers me uh, most is that they didn't even see the film. They don't know anything about it. It was, it was just this, you know, it's it's like the crowd, the mob in Frankenstein with torches, and they don't understand, you know, any. They just want to burn it down, and I think you've been the the victim of that. Yeah, yeah, all my life, and it's it doesn't get better, and now it's just on this really public scale. So, are will you will you please do another film, <laughs> please? I have one coming out soon. <laughs> we well, shot it before everything, so it's it's another gay movie. Uh, but we shot it before before everything happened. I mean, the, the movie's for everybody, of course, right? It's, I want everybody to watch it. It's not just for a certain group, but I mean, I mean, you, you can take this and contribute it to any kind of uh, film. You know, or are certain movies black movies? No. Are certain movies Asian movies? No. I mean, they might have Asian characters in them. They might have black characters in them, but I mean. I mean, it's, it's, it's for everybody to watch. Sure. A comedy should be a comedy. And, you know, uh, the only thing I worry about is, you know, if it's an R or PG-13 and things like that for, you know, for kids. But I think a comedy should just be a comedy, depending on, you know, if there's same-sex people in it or not. It's a funny movie. When you fund a movie, do you do a, a like a, you know, a Kickstarter thing? How do, you, how do you get your, or you just go to friends? You put it on your credit card? 
<laughs> I shouldn't answer that. But like I said, I was fortunate enough to get the grant from the Kentucky Foundation for Women. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't do Kickstarters or fundraisers. Um, I, I don't know. I, maybe I should. I, I just, I, I'm not, I, I think I would rather spend all that energy making a good movie um, and then getting a return on that than I would in like uh, shipping out merchandise and stuff. I would do a movie with nothing but product placement if it was me. I would just do <laughs> If I could figure out how to do that, yeah. No nothing problem. called the Dorito movie and just go from there. I would be uh, fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm verklempt because talking with you is just, uh, it's, it's, you're just terrific. You're a terrific conversationalist, and thank you. Thank you. You are um, too. And I'll, I'll, I'll edit and make this look like I know what I'm talking about. Watch. <laughs> I'll do that. Oh, you're going to edit it? Oh, thank God. Yeah, well, you need an editor. I'll, I'll kick oh, you. I, yeah, <laughs> I'll edit that out. Yeah. I need to change the shot. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, I use plenty of B-roll in these, by the way. Um, oh, great, you do? Yeah, well, I, I do every so often. I mean, I actually like the conversation. Most of my students, I have students, and use these as kind of a, a blueprint for how to make movies and how to kind of overcome stuff. Um, we uh, they just love the conversation, so the the podcast does really really well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it uh, you know because nobody wants to look at me; they want to look at people like you. Oh, you have a great look. Yeah, thank you. Um, I look like a bartender is who I look like. Um, is writing hard for you? Is it a lonely job? No, I like it. I like being alone all night. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like keeping it myself, so it's a perfect yeah. job. And do you, do you do you glean ideas from just everyday life? I mean, do you go to the store? Oh, and yeah, oh wow, sure. Like um, the the movie, it's funny because a lot of my a lot of the, the hate from uh, they say this is completely unrealistic, and it's like, oh no, this all happened to me. <laughs> there, there's a movie in this probably. Um, <laughs> Uh, make it a romantic comedy. Everything, right? yeah. A romantic hate movie. It would be kind of an interesting project. Okay. A screwball comedy is yeah. romantic. I, I, she falls in love with her hater or something. You know, just It's got to be you know just horrible to, to write yeah. something like that. You just need an animal and then a trip to Connecticut and have a proper screwball comedy. <laughs> yeah. Do you love Kentucky? Is it a good place to live? Yeah, it's a very good place to live. I live um, in a city. Really? I live in a city, uh, so it's very um, it's people. I don't want to say educated because there are plenty of people who aren't educated, um, but it's people who are very worldly and tuned into what's going on in the city. There's so it's a, cosmopolitan. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Austin, Texas. So we have this oh. city, and then it is surrounded by morons. <laughs> well, that's the rest of the United States. If you want to go surround yourself with, you know, morons. Um, right. Do you, uh, when you're not Tucky Williams, the famous director and, uh, and, and producer, uh, what do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? Oh, I, like I said, I have a great, great people I hang out with. Um, most of them are, like I said, involved in my movies in some way. So it's great. We, we always have stuff to talk about. There are always crazy stories for movies. And that's, that's pretty much the only thing I, I really just like hanging out by myself and um, watching TV, writing, doing stuff. Just, I, I like being on my own. In our final moments then, um, come out to Salt Lake City. Be my guest out here. We'll, we'll, we'll treat you to Sundance one year when it's, when it's back running. Oh, great. Yeah, I'd love to.
Love to have you up at the lounge as my guest. Oh, gosh, that'd be fantastic. Well, it would be fun just to get to get to know you, and then we can we can have a pizza. I, I, I just think that's what Sundance is all about. I have all no right. idea. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. When, when did this, uh, this interview turn into just talking with you? I, I have no idea. Oh. You're an easy oh. person to talk to, though. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's like carrying a scene. You have to interview somebody who's <laughs> going to give you something to work with. You know, this morning I interviewed the cast of a, uh, of a TV show called Power, uh, you know, and I had Method Man on and, and uh, uh, Mary J. Blige. And I've interviewed Russell Crowe this week and interviewed uh, Hillary Swank for her thing on Netflix. And this was my favorite interview this week. Oh. With you. Are you going to tell them I paid you to say that? No, because you didn't. Um, honestly, I, I, I just, I adore you. You're, you're, you're a terrific person. And uh I'm I'm a fan, so I'm 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 a little verklempt, as I said. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that, Jackie Williams. It's a it's a pleasure and an honor to talk to you. And and uh, like I said, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. This celebrity interview is sponsored by. I'm Annette Severella with Pia Anderson Moss Hoyt, Utah's leading entertainment law firm serving clients nationwide. We provide solid, attentive representation focusing on minimizing risk, reducing cost, and protecting the reputation and privacy of our clients. Our goal is to provide you with the legal representation you need to make the right decisions and to protect you and your creative works. Call or email me for a free consultation.